is what we'll do. We'll yeah, lead yeah, off yeah. with my great idea of free range babies. <laughs> I love it. I and then it. we'll go into wanting to talk about the Holy Spirit and how yes. to hear the Holy Spirit, how to live out a Holy Spirit life. And today it. we're going to look at Acts 1, 1 through 11, okay. and the promise of the Holy Spirit. And, I love it. And kind of what does it mean to be in these seasons of like where you don't like haven't yet fully realized God's direction. Sure. And like when both of us have been through those, maybe you're still just like freshly out of that. <laughs> Fresh, like uh-huh. how, how do we live in that tension? Right. Is that okay? Oh yeah, that's great. Okay. Welcome to the podcast of Hogs and Rope. I am one of your hosts, Amy. And I'm the other, Pam. Yeah. yeah. From and the Pam- infamous <laughs> hogs. <laughs> the infamous hogs. And I would make up the rope, if you will. <laughs> so pretty. So what does that mean? I'm I'm the one that like oinks all the time and you're one that's like reining in. <laughs> I feel like it actually should be the flip flop. I know. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, I agree. It's the irony. It's the irony of life. I will just take that as a compliment and pass that by. That's okay. perfect. Yeah, yeah that's good. It. I love it. Um, love it. So we've kind of wrapped up Easter, but I have this great new idea. Okay, what's that? I'm ready to hear it. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, I have to start. Well. I I get this plush mat leave being in the northern country. Yeah, you the do. United it's States, super um, crazy long time. Which is also great. also people here don't call it mat leave very much. It's maternity. So rain oh, in maternity the can- leave. Yeah, it's actually, rain in the Canadian. Rain yeah, it's actually parental leave. I'm Ooh. on parental leave now. Oh yeah, because you can do either or. Yeah, right? the man like or can, the woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you the the, the birthing person. <laughs> <laughs> the woman uh she gets like a certain amount of time okay because she's the one that gave birth and then mm-hmm. after a certain amount of time either one can take it wow that makes that's sense. so oh it does it's just but crazy. you know i took it all <laughs> i know and you should have and that's perfect a, that's a conversation for another time but true, true. But even though I'm thinking ahead of who's going to take care of my kids i have this idea of just okay. getting instead of getting like a nanny Yep. I'm going to get a nanny cam <laughs> and then I'm going to get one of those dog treat dispensers yep. and like those gerbil waterers. Oh my gosh. People are like, the, I think the three no. people are like, I'm done listening. <laughs> just listening. This, that's services. It. That's it. No, I'm done it's, listening. it's very on point. Like it is genius. There's a pretty big movement of like the free range children. So I feel yeah, like free range baby. You, yeah. You'd have some backing. Have you, you ever know. watched those YouTube videos? They are like, whew, it's pretty Ooh, intense. I should. Yeah. So maybe I'll start a YouTube channel too. I feel like you should. It could be your nanny. That's camp. a good idea. <laughs> well, I'll have to get some doggy gates though too to like. <laughs> you'd have to make sure that no one. You'd have to make sure that no one knew your address. That's true. You know, be oh, like, dear. You'd have to be like, oh yeah, we're in the remote mountains up here in Quebec. I'm sure. Yeah. That's, I don't even know if they have mountains, but we're over here in uh, Nova Scotia, just living our best life and yeah, stuff. There you go. Yep, way yeah. over here. Yeah. over there like we just love being in alberta it's so cool you'd have to yeah. just like keep making up stuff yeah that's a good idea thank you i hope they can't ping me with my cell phone 
you'd have to get like one of those crazy IPA or IPA IP addresses. Yeah, IPA is something different. That's it's for true. alcohol. That's yeah, for that's alcohol. another episode. Whoops! Right, right. So well, I yeah. think you could totally TM that, and I think make a billion dollars. I'm gonna think about it for a minute. Yeah. Um, you could have the but whole we know setup, it. that'd be so sweet. Yeah. Maybe get some AI involved, you know, like See? Uh, the Jetsons. a little robot. Oh yeah, maybe maybe you could just have like the Roby vacuum cleaner kind of go around, and people are like, <laughs> the kids yeah. can chase it, and then it's like, you know, program to go to the kitchen. It. Oh yeah. yeah, such a good call. See, all they need is a little a training. Well, you just have to get that <laughs> figured out in like six months. I know. <laughs> so. I'll get go, I'll get on it. Go. Yeah, perfect. You know, in reality, I I'm like I don't know how how I would do it to leave right now. I only yeah. Took six, I only I only took six months with with Micah. I didn't take any Matt leave with uh, Alma. So anyway, yeah. this that's a side conversation. That is, it's a good. It's a one good. Though. I want to trademark that so no one okay. listening can steal it. Yeah. But <laughs> those three people are like, forget it. Speaking of discerning through things. <laughs> Like what is like what is what is right and what is wrong? How do you know next time with Pamela Hogawoning? Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about this. Um I think it's good to think about like okay, if we're followers of Jesus, and Jesus obviously we walked with him through death and resurrection, and now like how do we actually live out a life that honors him and that uh that reflects that resurrection power right. and just the guidance of, of Jesus. And, and I think one of those things is to talk about the Holy spirit and the role oh, the Holy yeah. spirit plays, right? which is really hard because in our earthly physical world, yep. there's always like quantifiable measures. And sometimes the Holy spirit is harder to quantify in that way, mm. but we need to have, we need to be spiritual people. Right. In order to understand and hear and heed and all of those things, the guidance of the Holy Spirit. So we're going to dive kind of into the book of Acts. Yeah. The Acts of the Holy Spirit. Ooh. The Acts of the Apostles. And I'm excited you know. because I think, are we, we're coming, we're either coming up or we're, we've already just missed Pentecost. So like when oh, the Holy true. Spirit actually came. So this is, I think, really timely and awesome to talk about. So that's good. You know, I yeah. love those festivals. Oh, man. Mm. Mm. Okay. Oh, it is good. Yeah. Um, so we're just going to look at the first chapter of Acts, just 1 through 11, and, and talking about the promise of the Holy Spirit coming. And that's kind okay. of what... Did you want to read, or do you want me to read? Or... Um, I can pull it up. I don't have it pulled up. But do you Why have you... it pulled it up? I do have it pulled up. Okay, right you now. get it, girl. You get it. It's, it's 11 verses, though, Amy. It's a long time. Maybe <sighs> okay, I should... Hold uh... on. Hold on, I got it. I just think you have already heard my voice about the <laughs> free range babies. What'd you babies. say? <laughs> X one through <gasps> free range baby daycare. <laughs> That's a great idea. Oh my gosh! All just like one supervising adult. Yeah, and you have a child size hole that the parent puts them in. <laughs> oh my gosh! Just okay, kidding. bring it in. This is a really good example of discernment. Um, yeah, you're and right. So we're okay. doing good. Okay, X. We're doing X chapter one, one through eleven. Yeah. Okay, here we go. The promise of the Holy Spirit. In the first book, oh, (laughs) you just wanted me to say this name. (laughs) I told you, Theophilus. Theophilus. I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach 
until the day he was taken up after he had given commands through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. He presented himself alive to them after his suffering, suffering by many proofs, appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. And while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you heard from me. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? And he said to them, For it is not for you to know the times or season that the Father has fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be witnesses in Jerusalem and all of Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And when he said these things, they were looking on. He was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven, he went out. Behold, two men stood before them in white robes and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand here looking into the heaven? Then Jesus, this Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way you saw him go into heaven. Amen. Acts 1. Acts 1. 1 mm. through 11. Thanks, yes. Amy. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, yeah. So I and have been thinking about this passage in the mm. sense of because we want to talk about the holy spirit right. but this time in which um the like in this passage there's so much in it one that jesus promises the holy spirit right. and that echoes what he says in john and we can look at that too yeah um yeah the the gift of this this guy this advocate mm-hmm. um who will come and then also what's interesting to me is just like the disciples still don't fully understand. Right. Like, um, so Jesus is, yeah, it's just this dynamic. And then I, I ask like, how do we, what does it look like in life mm-hmm. to be in moments where you know <clears throat> something is coming, mm. but you don't have that, the Holy spirit yet, like, uh, confirming or um, really giving clear direction. Like it's almost right. like something's happened. Jesus right. is risen from the dead. Yeah. And Jesus is going up to heaven, uh, not dying again, but being ascended. And, and that's changed everything too. Like that's a mm-hmm. whole other sermon is like the ascension of Jesus. Right. But how do we live in this in between? Cause I think we do experience it in our lives where, right. okay, I'm following Jesus. Cause I'm yeah. following this resurrected Lord. I, I believe Jesus is our, is my Lord and savior. I want to him to radically change my life and give me directions. And I want to live life for him and with him and by his guidance and direction. Um, but how do I do that? Mm. And obviously Jesus <clears throat> says, I'm giving you this, the Holy spirit. Right. To do that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I, I don't know if you want to interject yet, or if I, I can, or if you guys go for you it. Want... No, I was. Like, we'll start okay. there. Well, and I, I think it's really interesting too because those tensions are really challenging, and I think a lot of times we don't always recognize that we are in those moments of of knowing that something is that's a season is changing, right? So, like you know, if you look at the physicality of seasons that we experience, um, here we just, 
into like immediate summer. We don't really have spring, Mm -hmm. but you know, there's those signs and those things that are happening around you. You know, the, the snow is melting, the grass Mm kind of starts to get greener here. You have rain for 55 days in a row, you know, like the sun, you know, there's, there's those things that are happening that are starting to tell you, Hey, something is changing. Something is different. And I think a lot of times in our lives, because we're always so busy and we're always so stressed out, I think we, and and maybe not everyone, but just a lot of people I know, um, or busy or in this, you know, we don't always recognize, Hey, something is starting to change and shift and move. Um, and a a different season is coming. So I think we live in those tensions a lot more than we realize. Um, Mm. and I think a lot of times that's why we're kind of shocked when something changes and it's like, well, (laughs) if we're following God, you know, yeah. he really is leading and guiding. It says step by step that he leads us, you know? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's what, that's what I was thinking about, um, mm. reading that, reading that part is just like, I don't think we always recognize because we're not always aware enough of what's going on around us and what God, you know, we're not in a positional, uh, state of being, you know, mm-hmm. um, we're in a state of stressy, running aroundy busyness, um, that we don't always see those things. So. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, And that's maybe a a point that we should all pay more attention to. It's almost like, Mm. like as the seasons change. Yeah. um, God is always speaking. So whether we're aware of it or not, Mm -hmm. um, are we hearing what God is already speaking? It's not that God is silent. Right. um, because if God is silent, then the whole world's in trouble. Right. Like God is always, right. God is always speaking life. God is right. always speaking grace and mercy and all those kind of things. Because otherwise, our world would just spin out of control. Right. Um, I I think sometimes our worlds do feel like they're spinning out right. of control. Right. But right. but in that moment, where where do we find a moment to hear from God? And and God doesn't always. It's not always in the ways we want, and it's not mm. always we don't always understand what God is saying until maybe later. And then right. we're like, Oh, that makes, that makes more sense. Right. And I found that, um, that sometimes we are more in tune or able to hear mm-hmm. the Holy spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, when we have been heeding what right. we've heard before. Right. So I think there's that aspect where like, if I've lived, a, if I've lived a season of my life where I'm just like, I don't care anymore, God, I'm just going to do whatever I want. Right. I'm, hardened, I'm hardening myself to be able to hear. Mm. Um, and so that's something we have to repent of and, and ask for forgiveness and overcome and allow God to soften our ears again and, and sharpen that hearing. Right. Um, but one way to sharpen that hearing is to, if I'm feeling or sensing or knowing the movement of the Holy Spirit and I don't listen to it even if I don't want to <laughs> like mm. like the classic example of okay I I see someone and I I know they might need help but I don't really want to go up to help right. them and, and I right. sense like okay God wants me to give this 20 20 bucks to that right. person mm-hmm. and I'm like oh, I don't want to because I'm like I'm too busy or whatever and I go off and that's like a, a small thing but it could be a big thing right I, and so like if I if I listen I, and it was the Holy Spirit, then the next time I'm, I can hear the Holy Spirit even cl- clearer, or mm-hmm. I even have more courage than the next right. time to listen. Right. I think, um, I think, because I look at the disciples in this and like Jesus, so I'm, I'm coming back, but I'm going to, 
for the meantime, I'm going to send someone who's going to help you and all this. And they're all like, so, so when is it going to happen our way? Like, this is what we think is should be happening. Yeah. They're still like, when are you setting up the kingdom, bro? Like after three years, they're still like, um, So, so after what three is the years, Jesus died and then was resurrected by <laughs> God. Like, so kingdom, am I right? Like, establish the earthly kingdom, man. Jesus was like, I don't think you fully grasp. And, right. that's, and that's, I think, one thing is, like, Jesus is giving us this grace period mm. of, of trying to grasp and heed and listen and versus just, like, wham, bam, I'm going to establish a kingdom right on top of you right now. Right. Who knows? I can't, I don't, I don't know God's, <laughs> I don't know all of God's thoughts on this. So, yeah. You know, I heard something really interesting, um, on a podcast I was listening to, uh, that a friend had sent me and, um, it was like, a there was a Jewish gentleman on there and he was, he, um, talks a lot more like in the like evangelical realms, but he was talking about how, you know, oftentimes we bring our Western mindset to something that's really it's set in an Eastern <laughs> mindset. Yeah. And he was saying, you know, like um, how some of these things, like he gave the example of when Jesus said, like, I'm the bread of life and how some people are like, whoa, 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 I can't, this is, I can't follow you and walk away. Right. Mm-hmm. And how his disciples even were really challenged and were like, uh, you know, he, and so Jesus said to them, like, are you going to go away too? And they're like, Whew, like this is really hard to understand but where else will we go you have the words so we, we you have the words of eternal life so they understand that that he's eternal and that there's something in him and I just feel really great comfort in that like because sometimes you know it's like I I can know what and and hear what God is doing right but I'm like man that is and offensive to my person because I yeah. don't want to do that or I that's not Ooh. how I think you should move or that's not what I think you should do. And, you know, and it's like, I thought that was such a, uh, an amazing thing. It's like, but they mm-hmm. had this recognition that he was eternal. And so even though it went against even their teaching <laughs> of what they yeah. thought they knew, they recognized that there was life there and that he was God. And so they're like, okay we're gonna boy this makes us look foolish Mm -hmm. this makes us look unwise we thought you were going to establish the kingdom for hundreds of years our ancestors have been talking about how you're going to come and basically you know it's like they were so caught in physicality like you're going to set up this kingdom and you're gonna you know snuff out everybody else you know and Mm. and that was kind of like what they were thinking and so I, I just thought that perspective was really helpful to be like I think it's important to understand not just context, right? Like we, a lot of times love the history and everything, but to realize like this is an Eastern mindset, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and how, how they were like this one again, thing that they thought or knew, and yet they recognized the sovereignty mm. and saw that, man, this is God. And I, I have to do what he's saying, even if I don't get it. And so it changes my perspective on them and and then makes me mm. feel like, okay, yeah. Cause I do that too. Like, I'm like, okay, cool. That's not exactly what I had in mind and it's yeah. not what I wanted you to do at all. Okay. So, yeah. And then you sit in it, right? Like, so I, I feel like yeah. I probably too would have been like, so are we setting up this kingdom or like, <laughs> what are we yeah. doing here? You oh, know, like, totally. like you raised from the dead. So this has to <laughs> mean like the kingdom is coming, you know? 
and he's trying to expand in their minds like the kingdom is at hand and it, and it, eventually it will come right like god will be coming to establish his kingdom once again however that's not the time and i thought it was such an interesting thing that jesus was like listen it's not for you to know the time that the father is set up mm-hmm. and i think we want to know everything all the time and sometimes you just you can't you know right but you still have to do what god is saying i think know everything and not just know everything <laughs> right i just want everything to go the way i think it should exactly. go exactly <laughs> right but right. i think that's what sometimes our inability to hear the holy spirit is our unwillingness to to say lord not my will but yours right and and i think the break it down heart practice is mm. for us to identify how my assumptions and presumptions of mm-hmm. what god should do and go- what right. what my life should look like in the context of following jesus right i think i like i probably have shared this example before but um uh just over a year well almost two years ago now um i heard in worship like we're looking we're looking to move relocate mm-hmm. and all this and i mm-hmm. heard in worship the name of the town that we moved to yeah now and i was like at that point i was like okay and i gave i i said okay god i i'm I'm holding this because I I hear this from you. I'm, I was like surprised that I heard it. Like yeah. in a way, I was like I I hear this from you, and so I will see, will receive it. And I know that when it comes to pass, everything will be okay and sorted and all of that. Right. And so at the time, Nick was the one looking for more meaningful work. So he was like mm-hmm. looking for jobs, looking for jobs, looking for jobs. And so a few months later, or I should say too, like in that worship, like not only I heard the name, but then I also heard like look up how many kilometers it is from where you are to where you're going to, where I'm telling you, you're oh, sure. go yeah. and, and give that amount of money to this, mm. work, mm-hmm. to this uh, church that we mm-hmm. were at. And that was kind of a hard thing to do. But at the same time, <laughs> I was like, I need, cause you know what? Well, yeah. Like, just kind of far away. So. It's kind of far away. <laughs> it's kind That's of far awesome. away. It's a little and, far away. Yeah. And we were in this, like, not like, hard up for money but like it was a significant no, but it was of money a challenging time right yeah right. so then I was like okay we're gonna do it but I told Nate, he's like yep you need if you heard it from God you need to do it right and so we did it and then um months went by and then Nick found a job posting and he said I needed to apply for it like a job posting for me for the job yes. I have now the role yes. I have now mm-hmm. and I remember being so mad like actually yeah. ma- mad right. because here when I heard the name of the town and I was thinking, like, okay, great. Nick's going to find a job. I'm going to get a break. Like, right. I'm going to get some time off to, like, settle, get the kids settled and all of this. And, like, so I, I heard that that from God, like, which is totally true. And it has come to pass and all of that. But I took it and played it out in my own mind. Right. right. Versus allowing God to play it out. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, well, it doesn't make sense because we should. <laughs> Well, but it does make sense. It, it, it makes sense. sense. what we always oh, we do. Totally. We completely but if we, do that. Yeah. So now, like, it makes total sense. Like, God opened up a specific position for me that I'm still doing ministry, but in a way that allows me to be, um, well, on a huge mat leave right now, but yeah. also, like, more present with my family. Right. It allows me to use ministry gifts that I um, wasn't able to use at the time and, right. and it's just been great right. but then um it's also setting a foundation for i think um another ministry opportunity for us mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. 
but yeah so it's just like it's interesting how even in those big things when we hear God so clearly if we're not willing to even take that that hearing of his one direction and submit all the other steps after that to him right it can it can cause us a little uh frustration if you will right Right. when it doesn't play out the way we want it to play out and i think that's what the disciples were feeling yeah in a bigger way than my my (laughs) my issue but um but then i also think like when you look back on it you're like oh uh, when I look back on that, this personal experience of mine, I'm like, Nick hears from God like that way, like more audibly mm-hmm. than than I do. But yeah, God spoke it to me. And it makes mm-hmm. more sense now because it was me that found the first job. Right. And then it was like, so like it makes sense now that I look back on it. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, like when it comes to following the Holy Spirit, like mm-hmm. it's it's not um, an easy thing at all. Right. But it is also the most like amazing thing. Cause I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't imagine life without the direction of the Holy spirit. Like right. I couldn't imagine a life of just living life, I guess. And right. then just being like, yeah, I'm, I, I follow Jesus. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think, I think those times are so challenging too. Cause like, I think that's what's, hard is God does give us the ability to dream and to hope and to to plan and to think you know like yes so when you hear something like hey we're gonna go to this city you're like oh yeah I'm totally Mm -hmm. gonna go to that city it's gonna be this it's gonna be that but I think that the challenge comes for us is like I think we set our minds too firmly on some of those things like okay I'm Mm -hmm. going to the city and this is what it's gonna look like you know where a lot of times you see in scripture, you know, like I remember uh, it comes up a little bit later. No, no, no. It's further, not in the Acts, but where Jesus was like, I want you to go out and I don't want you to take anything with you. I don't want you to make any plans. I want you to, you know, and I think sometimes that might be better for us to be like, okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, like I'm, this thing is coming up and I don't really know how it's going to go and I don't really know what you're going to do, but yeah. then balance it in the truth. Like he does give us the ability to dream and to plan and hope. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it's really cheesy to be like, we just need to hold everything more open-handed, but there's a truth to that. Like you can dream and think and plan and mm-hmm. you still should be submitting yourself and saying, you know what, Lord, I don't know what this looks like, but your will be done. And then I think another part of that comes back to trusting. Like, do I trust that God's ways are the best? And that's what I've been asking myself. Like, what mm. are the areas? Like overall, I'm like, your ways are the best, right? Yeah. But then it comes down to specific things and I'm like, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> that's not the best. You know, yeah. that's not what I wanted and that's not how I wanted it to come. And so again, it's just like giving ourselves the, that first of all, to be aware that we're wrestling with that and then to have the grace to be like, okay, you know what? Um, God's equipped me with everything I need Mm -hmm. with the Holy spirit and wisdom and grace. And I can grow in those things. And, and, and if I really believe that his ways are the best, then even though I can't see how this is the best Hmm. he sees, you know, and oftentimes like you mentioned, we see it in hindsight, right? We look back and we're like, Oh boy, this was amazing. I can't believe how this happened and it's way better than I ever thought and Mm -hmm. and it's bigger and broader than I ever thought you know um 
and and his ways really are the best but when we're walking through it when we're in that valley of of waiting or or decision or whatever it is you know it's really hard sometimes to see um that what he's doing and how it's the best and that's very true like sometimes we don't like there's that faith growth element of okay i i think this is the unction of the holy spirit but right. i i don't actually know until i i follow it and it's confirmed right 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 oh i believe they call that walking by faith or being led oh. by the spirit Am I right? <laughs> And it's just, it's a practice. It's mm-hmm. a practice. And that's exactly it. It's a practice. Yeah. Try right. to follow the Holy Spirit more. Right. Like, be brave. Right. Even if it's a little bit. And the next time, like, if it wasn't the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will let you know. If it was right. the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will let you know. Like, right. Trusting right. that God, especially when, when we open ourselves up to it. Right. And I think also another thing that I found in my life is there's times when I've been like, this is what the Lord's saying. And this is the following of the Holy Spirit. And then it wasn't. And then I had set myself up for so much disappointment um, Mm. and for so much unnecessary pain because I chose to build up what I thought God was doing, you know? And so learn from me if you can. And just uh, because I've, I mean, I could easily share some stories um, that are pretty painful, but um, to just say like, you know, I think this is, I think a more, a a, a more, uh, honest Christian approach would be, I think this is what the Lord is doing. I hope this is what the Lord is doing. And we'll see if this is what the Lord is doing. (laughs) You know, I think this is is how the spirit is leading me, but I'm not sure. But I, you know, I kind of grew up, I grew up really charismatic and uh, a lot of my friends, you know, it was like, it was that confidence, like this is what the Holy Spirit's doing and this is how he's moving. And sometimes it was, and sometimes it wasn't. And then we caused ourselves all this pain. And then what you start to do when you take those really firm stances like that, and sometimes there is a confidence and a boldness. So, Mm -hmm. so we just have to know and discern those things. Right. Cause there, I I don't want to say there's never a confidence that we can't have because there is, but a lot of times, um, you know, it's just our flesh wanting something to be this way. And then we're like, this is the spirit. And then what we don't (laughs) realize that we're doing is we're actually, we're putting cracks in our belief and the truth of who God is, you know? And Uh I mean, oh, and girl, I've done it so much. And then I've had to be like, okay, could you come and help me repair all those cracks I made? Cool. Hmm. (laughs) And it's painful. Yeah. It is. And that's why, I mean, it is like a threefold process. Right. Very Trinitarian. Right. Um, But you listen for Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit. Then you heed. Right. And then you watch for the fruit. Right. Right. Yeah. And sometimes that process is over a number of years, but a lot of times it's just within that same day or, you know, how is God and God confirms things and, in amazing ways right um or god will you know shut doors if we're willing for god to to act and lead us if we're gonna make if we're open for god to give us direction like god will close doors for us yes absolutely oh man well i think you you gotta go girl i do have to go to a meeting but man i would love to talk about the holy spirit we can talk about next time Um, yeah let's do that i love the topic of the holy spirit i think he's 
one of the the best books I read a long time ago that just like I, I loved Francis Chan's The Forgotten God. Um, mm. And he talks about just how we we forget the most powerful tool that we have and we live as though we're abandoned and forsaken, right? Like Jesus sent him to heaven yeah. and we're alone now, but we're not like the Holy spirit is living and active and always constantly doing things and, and offering us opportunities to partake in it. So um, yeah. yeah, may we all become more sensitive because the Lord is doing stuff all the time and he wants to lead us that way. So Tune those ears in, man. To Tune me, I say that to me, <laughs> and then I say that to you, <laughs> and then right to on. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, Let me just uh, yeah do like, it. Sign off with uh, out of John. Jesus says, yeah. John fourteen through sixteen. Jesus says a lot about the Holy Spirit, oh, but so good. In John fourteen, yep. he's like, "I will not leave you orphaned." Yes. So hey, no, you're not alone. God's not mm. going to hang you out to dry. Just to tune in. Right. So good. Oh, man, I want to talk about those. Okay, I got to go. I know go, you though. do. I, I know go. you do. Okay, you got to go. Time. Okay. Moo. Uh, moo. <laughs>